0: the girl chin up with a ball of fire in her lungs lorelei it's wonderful to meet you face to face i looked at the woman who's spoken and take her offered hand to shake her hair is blonde and glossy perfect makeup perfect clothes perfectly expressionless From my early morning creeping on IMDb, I'm fairly sure she's Angela Marshall, the executive producer who, with her frequent collaborator Austin Adams, fought to win the rights to Razorfish in the bidding war I didn't even know was happening last week. But her hair in the picture was red. My eyes shoot to the woman on her left, but she has soft brown skin, black hair, and enormous brown eyes. Definitely not Angela Marshall. The only person I've seen frequently in magazines and photos is Austin, but there isn't another man besides Benny in the room. Please, call me Lola. It's nice to meet you. I let the question hang, because in normal situations, I think this is where the names are exchanged. Instead, the handshake goes on forever, and now I don't know where to direct my effusive gratitude. Why isn't anyone introducing themselves? Am I expected to know every name here? Releasing my hand, the woman finally says... Angela Marshall. I sense that it was some sort of test. So good to meet you, I say again. I can't believe. My thought ends there, and they all watch me, waiting to hear what I'm going to say. Truthfully, I could go on for days about all the things I can't believe. I can't believe razorfish is out in the world. I can't believe people are buying it. And I really can't believe fancy people working at this enormous movie studio are making my graphic novel into a movie. We can't believe any of it. Benny comes to my rescue but laughs awkwardly. We're just thrilled about how this all went down, thrilled. The woman next to Angela gives him the, "Oh, I'm sure you are, face. Because we all know Benny made out pretty great in the deal, 20% of a lot of money. But that realization pulls the other one with it. I made out even better than he did. My life is forever changed with this single transaction. We're here to sign a contract, to discuss casting, to lay out the schedule. The panel shows the girl waking up with a start as a steel rod is shoved into her backbone. I hold my hand out to the other woman. Hi, sorry, I didn't get your name. I'm Lola Castle. She introduces herself as Roya Lahani and then looks down at some pages in front of her as she takes a breath to start whatever conversation happens in these moments. But before she can speak, the door swings open and the man I recognize as Austin Adams breezes in, letting in a blast of ringing phones, heels clicking down the hall, and voices booming from adjacent rooms. Lola, he says to me in a warm, cheerful voice, and then winces as the door crashes shut behind him. Looking to Angela, he says, I hate that fucking door. When the hell is Julie getting it fixed? Angela waves her hand in a don't-worry-about-it gesture and watches as Austin ignores the seat next to her and pulls out the chair on my right. Sitting down, he studies my face, smiling widely at me. I'm a huge fan, he says, without further preamble, without even introducing himself. Honestly, I'm just in awe of you. I- (laughs) Wow, I say, laughing awkwardly. Thanks. Please tell me you're working on something new. I'm addicted to your art, your stories, everything. My next graphic novel is out this fall. It's called Junebug. I sense Austin leaning in excitedly and instinctively add, I'm still working on it. When I look back up at him, he's just shaking his head at me in wonder. Is this surreal? His eyes turn up warmly as his smile softens. Has it sunk in yet that you're the mastermind behind the next huge action movie? This line, in this situation where I worry I'm going to hear a lot of empty praise, would normally make me hold my breath in order to tamp down a skeptical reaction. But despite being a big-shot producer and director, Austin already seems so genuine. He's good-looking, but totally disheveled. His reddish-blonde hair looks finger-combed. He's unshaven, in jeans and wearing a button-down shirt that he's misaligned, leaving it longer at the hem on the right side than the left. The starched collar is tucked in on one side, too. He's a very expensive mess. Thanks, I say, bawling my hands together so I don't start to fidget with my earlobe or my hair. I mean it.